baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Wichita's home of the Chiefs, KNSS. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Wind surge is not leaving Wichita. We have the story. U.S. officials are in Mexico to talk about the border crisis. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Charges filed in the death of a Wichita woman. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. We have a large low-pressure system just to the east of us that will continue to bring us some flurries this morning. When do we finally get sunshine back? Our complete forecast is on the way. Officials from the city of Wichita and the franchise owners say the wind surge baseball team will not be leaving Wichita. Recently, media have reported that the city of Columbus, Georgia, is working to attract a minor league baseball team to their city. They're in negotiations with several teams owned by the Diamond Sports Holdings, the owner of the wind surge. The Mississippi Clarion Ledger has now corrected their initial report indicating the wind surge was on the list of teams under consideration. Members of the Biden administration went south of the border to deal with the latest migrant surge heading to the United States. Fox's Jillian Turner reports from Mexico City. Secretaries Blinken and Mayorkas came here to Mexico City with an assignment direct from President Biden, get help to stem the crushing tide of migrants traveling into the U.S. illegally from Mexico. Now, it's notable that none of the cabinet secretaries in the delegation are actually traveling to the border to see the crisis firsthand. The delegation was all smiles, however, at the National Palace. State Department officials have yet to disclose exactly what Secretary Blinken's delegation asked of Mexico's president, but an immediate priority for the Biden team is getting Mexico to crack down on cartels that smuggle migrants across the southern border. President Obrador, though, has made clear many times he views the border crisis as a U.S. problem. A man accused in the shooting death of a Wichita woman made his first court appearance yesterday. 42-year-old Larry Ingram was charged with murder in the second degree and a violation of a protective order in the death of 23-year-old Danique Ingram. The shooting took place on December 21st in the 7700 block of 32nd Street North. While police have not released a motive for the shooting, they have given instructions for how people can get help in cases of domestic violence. Ingram is being held on a $1 million bond and is due back in court on January 10th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Police have made an arrest in the case of a carjacking last week in West Wichita. The suspect is accused of using a knife to threaten a man as he left the Dillon's grocery store at Central and West. The vehicle was stolen and has been returned to the owner. The uh, name of the uh, suspect has not been released. Formal charges are pending. 
Fighting continues to intensify between Israel and Hamas along the Gaza Strip. Fox's Trey Yinks reports from Tel Aviv. Fierce battles are ongoing between the IDF and Hamas as ground operations expand across the Strip. With no major progress on Egyptian-led ceasefire talks, the ground war is expected to intensify as Israel promises to eradicate Hamas. Overnight, Israeli forces raided the West Bank city of Tolkarom, where they arrested 14 wanted Palestinian militants, killing six others in a drone strike. Local paramedics claim all those killed were civilians, as the IDF acknowledged the strike, saying they struck a group of men throwing explosives. Thousands of Palestinians are fleeing Gaza from Israel's growing offensive. The Colorado Republican Party is appealing the state Supreme Court's ruling that kicks the former President Trump off the state's ballot. The narrow ruling that disqualified Trump was made under the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution and related to the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. The state GOP is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn that ruling, arguing that it disregards the First Amendment rights of political parties to select the candidates of their choice. The majority in the state Supreme Court's 4-3 decision concluded that as president, Trump incited and encouraged the use of violence to prevent the peaceful transfer of power following the 2020 election. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Big bowl game tonight, the Pop-Tarts Bowl featuring Kansas State and North Carolina State. That game is this afternoon. And we'll preview that one coming up in sports. Thousands of Palestinian families fleeing from the brunt of Israel's expanding ground offensive. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.08 now. Eight minutes past 7 o'clock on this Thursday morning. Thousands of Palestinian families are fleeing from the brunt of Israel's expanding ground offensive into Gaza's few remaining overcrowded refuge place, uh, refugee camps. The uh, movement comes as the military launches heavy strikes across the center and south of the territory. Palestinian health officials say dozens of people have been killed. The fleeing families arrive on foot or riding donkey carts loaded with belongings. A growing number of universities are facing anti-Semitism lawsuits accusing campus officials of violating a civil rights law. The University of Pennsylvania and NYU had already been sued, but now Carnegie Mellon and UC Berkeley are facing lawsuits. Attorneys are going after campus officials alleging Title VI violations of the Civil Rights Act. This title says you can't discriminate against people based on race, color, or national origin if you're receiving federal money. Eyal Yacobi is part of the lawsuit against Penn. When there is class happening, on campus, and there are people with bullhorns chanting intifada, which means an armed uprising throughout campus. That is not allowed. The Department of Education has opened multiple Title VI violation investigations at universities, including MIT, Rutgers, and University of North Carolina, as well as some public school districts like Newark, New Jersey's. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Activists are looking to remove former President Donald Trump's star, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. An activist in Los Angeles is forcing city officials to try and get rid of former President Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The Los Angeles Times reports that a 2020 petition has around 3,800 signatures. It's calling on the Los Angeles City Council to remove Trump's star. The activist Andrew Ruddick claims that the former president attempted a coup against the U.S., 
which has never been proven. His star has been destroyed and vandalized multiple times since the 2016 election, including being smashed with a pickaxe in 2018. Each time the star was replaced or restored, costing more than 20 grand in repairs. The removal of a star has never occurred. Michelle Polino, Fox News. For a couple of towns in New Jersey, it's all in the family. Neighboring New Jersey communities will soon have mayors with the same last name because they're brothers. On January 2nd, John Giovanniti will be sworn in as mayor of Paulsboro. The next day, younger brother Vince Giovanniti will be sworn into a second term as mayor of Gibbstown. The brothers, both Democrats, describe becoming mayors as a happy coincidence and also think it will foster collaboration between their two towns. Vince says the siblings feel comfortable saying things to each other. And John says constantly seeing each other at family functions also helps. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7 11. 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. And a traffic update here on your Thursday morning commute. We have police on the scene of a domestic violence case in the 700 block of North Mount Carmel. That's near Mount Carmel and Murdoch, just north of Central there. Police checking out a domestic violence case there, the 700 block of North Mount Carmel. That's traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Bainey. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Stephen Ted. How are you all this morning? Oh, we're Great. doing well. Staying yeah, warm. How are you? Yeah, toasty. Way to go. Yeah, yeah, trying to stay warm. When uh. I, I got out the door this morning, my, my hair was still a little bit wet from the shower, and I tell you what, it was a little bit painful walking out to my car because of that cold air, and it's going to be one of those days you definitely need to stay bundled up. We're in the 20s right now, and there is a little bit of light snow ongoing to the west of Wichita that's going to be staying out west, and we might see a snowflake or two this morning, but in general, things are going to stay just about completely dry dry today. High today, warming up to 39 degrees, mixture of clouds and sun throughout the day, and the wind continuing from the northwest about 5 to 15 miles per hour. Overnight tonight, we'll get down into the 20s again as uh, northwest winds continue, and tomorrow we'll be all done with all of this moisture from that big storm system that produced that wintry weather over the last several days, and temperatures will start to recover as we clear our skies out. Tomorrow's high, 45 degrees, and then a little bit warmer, might even tap 50 by Saturday, but then heading into next week into the new year and into next week another cold front arrives that'll be coming in sunday dropping temperatures into the 30s so for new year's eve new year's day celebrations it is going to be quite cold outside also a little bit breezy so bundling up for sure if you're planning on heading out to see fireworks over for new year's and then into next week looks like things are staying mostly dry and also fairly close to normal with highs in the middle 40s and mostly sunny skies yeah the middle 40s is where we should be about about now what do we got uh, right now, sir? Right now in Wichita, it's 29 degrees with partly cloudy skies and no snow. All right. Thank you, Jack. That's Jack Maney, the meteorologist with the KSN today with the Storm Tracker 3 forecast. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 713. Yesterday's high in Wichita, 38 degrees. And in case you're keeping an eye on it, Wichita precipitation for the year, just over 30 inches. We're almost four inches below normal, and we only have three days to get it done. It doesn't look like we're going to reach that uh, normal high or normal uh, depth precipitation for the year. On this date in 1879, by the way, this is December 28th. On this date in 1879, an extraordinary snowstorm occurred in a most unusual place in the Middle East where Jerusalem received 17 inches. 17 inches of snow in Jerusalem. They don't get snow there 
very often. On this date in 1945, Congress officially recognized the Pledge of Allegiance. The Pledge of Allegiance to our American flag. That was 1945. And a big birthday today in showbiz. Denzel Washington turns 69 years old today. He has Academy Awards for Best Supporting Actor for his role as an American Civil War soldier in Glory. That was in 1989. And for Best Actor for playing a corrupt cop in Training Day in 2001. Denzel Washington. Been nominated for Oscars nine times. And, frankly, I, I, I enjoy his work. I think he's a good one. He's, he's a good actor. Denzel Washington. Wednesday, the Michigan Supreme Court ruled that former President Donald Trump will remain on the state's primary ballot for 2024. The court shared that it would not hear appeals from the lower courts, which ruled that he would not appear on the upcoming election ballot. Liberal political group Free Speech for People filed a suit to keep Trump off of the ballot. Now, this comes after Colorado's Supreme Court ruled that Trump was ineligible to appear on the state's ballot due to his involvement in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. So this story is going to be going, going as the courts sort through this, and it looks like probably the Supreme Court will have a final say. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Ted, I want to talk about a couple things that, that people, I know people don't like. All right. I know that people right, yeah, well, I know that people don't like to read, but it's something that I do a lot of, and I like to share a, a little book a little book certainly that I'm reading yeah. or have read. The other thing they don't like is history. Americans hate history, it seems, and I love it. And I love a story, a good history book, and this one is by Ronald C. White, just finished it. The title is On Great Fields, The Life and Unlikely Heroism of Joshua. Lawrence Chamberlain. This is a man born in Maine who mm -hmm. uh, actually uh, was quite a scholar. Interesting character. He uh, spoke nine languages, was the president of Bowdoin University there in Maine, and uh, he had a, a choice to make whether he was going to go into uh, teaching or into the ministry. He wound up going into education and teaching, and then he found a second calling, which was the military. In the Civil War, Mm -hmm. He uh, he rose to a lieutenant colonel, and later he was a general. But he was a lieutenant colonel with the 20th Maine and showed a remarkable. It was remarkable how fast this guy learned everything, which included military. He He's learned it. Guy. He yeah. loved it. He learned it quick. And he was there at Little Round Top at the Battle of Gettysburg, which was a turning point of the Civil War. And this one battle on this little hill uh, to the left of the line there, the Union line, this was the turning point. And his guys under his leadership, turned turned it around and basically kept the Union. Yeah, he came he up with a tactic the and kept, yeah. the, kept, the, uh, kept the battle going and got, gave his men another chance to fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he would serve uh, four one-year terms as governor of Maine, hmm. wounded twice. The second wound went from one hip through to the other. Oh, my gosh. And basically he had problems the rest of his life, ah. and he lived another 40 years. Wow. He was in constant pain. And made a pretty good, uh, did a lot of lecturing on the Civil hmm. War. So, anyway, fascinating character, and I enjoyed the read. If you like history and who who doesn't, <laughs> On Great Fields, Life and Unlikely Heroism of Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain by Ronald C. White. I thought I'd share that today. And I've heard, and correct me if this is incorrect information after reading a book about him, I heard that his versions of the Battle of Gettysburg 
changed over the years, and perhaps he augmented some of those things. I, that's uh, when he retold this part story. of the book. Yeah, he yes, certain things changed, but then they've checked him out, and and uh, it wasn't that they drastically changed. No, I think he just, it just changed a little bit. But you, you know what? My version of things have changed over the years. Well, <laughs> yeah, that happens to all of us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Seven eighteen now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS, and uh, it is sports time with Ted Woodward. Got a big, big bowl game late this afternoon. Yeah, that's where we're getting going. Is uh, Kansas State in college football bowl action today? The thirty fourth annual Pop Tarts Bowl in Orlando. This thing has had been around. This bowl's been around for thirty four years, and it's had like twelve or thirteen different names. This is the latest one, the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Last year, it was the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, Number 25, Kansas State, taking on number 18, North Carolina State. FanDuel has K-State as a favorite in this one by two and a half points. It was, uh, in fact, it was 10 years ago on this day that K-State won a bowl game when they beat Michigan in the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl 31-14. So we'll see if 10 years later, Wildcats can reprise another bowl victory win. This is an old stadium, too. This is a stadium that was built back in the 1930s during the uh, FDR and the Depression. The yeah. Works Project. It was the old Tangerine Bowl. And, it's, of course, been rehabbed and updated over the years. But it's still in Orlando. Now, it, yeah, there are 43 bowl games this year. So most of them are, are trash. But <laughs> there are 10 bowl games that feature a matchup with both teams ranked. And this is one of those 10. So be a good one. pay attention to the Pop-Tarts Bowl today. K-State, North Carolina State. It's also the beginning of a new era for K-State football. Freshman quarterback Avery Johnson out of Mays High School is making his first career start at quarterback for the Wildcats. K-State is playing its first bowl game ever in the state of Florida. They've played in 25 bowl games, but they've never played one in Florida. They don't go to Florida very often at all. Last time K-State played a game in Florida was 12 years ago. This is the first meeting ever between the Wildcats and the Wolfpack. North Carolina State is 9-3. and three. They're on a five-game winning streak. K-State comes in with a record of 8-4. and four. There you go, your Pop-Tarts Bowl today. Live pregame coverage for K-State football at 2.30 this afternoon. The game will kick off at 4.45 p.m. And, of course, that's on your home of K-State football, 97.5 and 1240 KFH for the Pop-Tarts Bowl today. Let's go to the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors went on the road in Washington, beat the Wizards 132-102. to Coming off the bench for the Raptors, Wichita's Grady Dick, the rookie, former Kansas Jayhawk, had three points and one steal in his five minutes of play. The Raptors snap a three-game losing streak. Toronto one game behind for a playoff spot right now. The Milwaukee Bucks went on the road at Brooklyn, beat the Nets 144-122. to Of course, the Bucks are led by... New rookie head coach, Wichita's Adrian Griffin. Now with a record of 23-8 on the season, the Bucks have won eight of their last nine. They're in the number two spot in the Eastern Conference. And the Phoenix Suns won on the road last night in Houston, beat the Rockets 129-113 to off the bench for the Suns. Former Kansas Jayhawk, Yudoka Azubuke, 5 of 7 shooting, 11 points, 5 rebounds. Phoenix snapping a three-game losing streak. The Suns in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference. It was 20 years ago on this day. The Chiefs had the guy who was just the best player in the NFL, just about running back Priest Holmes. 20 years ago on this day, regular season finale at Arrowhead. The Chiefs beat the Bears 31-3 to 
and Priest Holmes scored two touchdowns, adding to his NFL record 27 touchdowns in that season. Wow. 20 years ago, running back Priest Holmes was going nuts, finding the end zone all the time for the Kansas City Chiefs 20 years ago. Wow. And pro football tonight, Thursday night football, the Cleveland Browns are hosting the New York Jets. If the Browns win, they'll be in the playoffs for the second time in 21 years. Doesn't happen very often. The Browns are on the verge. And you can hear that game tonight. Browns-Jets, 6.30. Coverage right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 7.22 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. A breakthrough treatment for sickle cell disease. And the first over-the-counter birth control pill. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on this Thursday morning. And a chilly 27 degrees. The Kansas Highway Patrol has released its report on Christmas weekend activity beginning at 6 p.m. Friday through midnight Tuesday morning. The patrol assisted 449 motorists. There were two non-DUI-related crashes resulting in two fatalities. Winter weather was a factor in one fatality near Larned. Seven people were arrested for DUI compared to 16 in 2022. The patrol issued 370 speeding citations, 326 speed warnings. Law enforcement will be out on the roads in increased numbers through New Year's as part of the takedown DUI campaign. The Wichita Battle of the Badges Red Cross Blood Drives continuing through Sunday. When you donate blood, you can vote for either police, fire, or EMS. Red Cross spokesperson Lindsay Miller says the event is important to provide enough blood during the holidays. We have recruited um, our friendly um, fire police and EMS to help us get the word out and share how important donations are during this time of the year when the holidays are around and illness coming up, you know, people getting the flu and things like that. More than 500 units have been donated so far. Last year, Wichita firefighters won the bragging rights. However, law enforcement is currently in the lead this year. An accused Philadelphia rapist is being linked to several cold cases. 46-year-old Elias Diaz is already facing murder, rape, and other charges for the 2003 killing of Philadelphia college student Rebecca Park. He was arraigned this week. Investigators have now used DNA to link Diaz to three other cold case assaults, including rape. He's facing a host of new charges. Investigators say Diaz was homeless. He was recently arrested following multiple complaints that he was slashing people with a large knife while riding his bicycle in Philadelphia. Tom Graham, Fox News. A new study from Harvard claims social media companies have made $11 billion in revenue off advertising to minors. Researchers out of Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health say they took data from a number of places. The U.S. Census and Pew Research provided data on the number of minors. eMarketer provided estimates on different social media companies' projected ad revenue. And Custodio, the parental control app, gave data on users' average minutes on each platform. In a statement, researchers say they, quote, used these estimations to build a simulation model that estimated how much ad revenue platforms earned from minors. They say YouTube got the most from users under 12, 959 million. Instagram got the most from users between 13 and 17, 4 billion. And Snapchat made the greatest share of its ad revenue from users under the age of 18. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The U.S. is announcing what officials say could be the final package of military aid to Ukraine unless Congress approves supplemental funding legislation that is stalled on Capitol Hill. The weapons are worth up to $250 million and include an array of 
air defense munitions and other missiles, artillery, anti-armor systems, and other equipment. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Flurries will linger across parts of south-central Kansas here this morning. We'll see some breaks in the clouds at times today with a high 37. Clouding right back up again tonight, Charlo 28. Finally, we'll see this clearing occurring tomorrow, sunny and breezy with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now mostly cloudy, 27 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. 7.33, Stephen's head in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330. KNSS, just a couple of days left in the year. And I don't know, for some reason I thought, we need to find out what Dave Phillips is up to. And so we brought him in. Dave Phillips is our a retired broadcaster and a semi-successful business person. Uh, and, uh, we always, we, we've worked together a couple times, you and I and Ted, and just love to get together now and then. And thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually a, a Kansas Jayhawk, but that's not going to stop me tonight. <laughs> You're going to root for e- the... Emaw! Hmm? Y- yes. That Avery's quite a guy. He is the, the, well, the pride of Mays, Kansas. That's right. But so in, in in honor of the game, the Pop Tarts Bowl for K State, I brought you fellas from Homegrown some of our fresh baked Pop Tarts. Oh! This, this month we have the brown sugar, cinnamon, and Nutella. Oh. And yeah, yeah. Now oh, and just of man. course, let me take one of those. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you make oh, Pop Tarts at Homegrown. We do, these are, so, so, so did you, you were you with Carlos O'Kelly's? Right, both. This this is but, kind of our new baby. This is homegrown is your guy. We wow. com- complete John and Lauren Rolf did it completely from scratch. It's been wonderful. I do if if you don't mind, I need a thirty second legal disclaimer here pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, the people from Kellogg's have asked us politely through their attorneys to refrain from calling these things we make with homemade pie crust, fresh fruit filling, or fresh ground cinnamon, <laughs> and lovingly ice them in the restaurant each mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that confuses people with the quality cardboard product they put out and sit on oh, I see. grocery shelves for nine months before they, yeah. they cycle through. So anyway, these are popped hearts with an H. Hearts. Not Pop-Tarts. All apologies to the Kellogg's people for any confusion that this yeah. homemade uh, bakery pastry chef driven treat might cause for their fine product. You know what uh, the definition of a tart is, though, don't you? I don't. That's a young woman of ill repute. That's <laughs> how could I have missed that? She's a tart. Ah, ah. So listen, uh, my wife and I were. You know, my wife does not like Mexican food. Okay. She worked in Mexican food when she sure. was young. And sure. She, yeah. I get it. But she will go to Carlos O'Kelly's, and Thank we you. went there the other night, and she likes your food. We even got some queso. <laughs> as, as, as I ask Ted all the time, you know, just go by the bank, take out a loan before you go, and then you get, get a bowl of queso. I insulted your queso one time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you say that. I've never gotten over it. No, I don't. So is it true that uh, – I know you worked at WREN in Topeka. Is it true that you you actually knew Alf Landon? Uh, okay. How much time do I have? No, oh, 30 seconds. No. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. For those yes. of you who don't know – was the governor of Kansas who ran for president against FDR, Roosevelt and yeah. got his butt kicked. Didn't carry Kansas. And, of course, the mother of uh, – he was, he was the father of uh, Senator Nancy Landon Kassebaum. Good, good person, a friend. Go ahead. So, so I'll be super quick. Okay. Alf, Alf had his office when I started working there right across from the, the bathroom because – This is they, a WREN in Topeka. WREN in Topeka. Yeah. Alf at 95 asked President Ronald Reagan, would you come do the Landon lecture yeah. at K-State? Yeah. And, yeah. and President Reagan said, make it to 100, Alf, and I'll do it. And Alf decided that day, I'm living to 100, which he did, <laughs> and Reagan gave the speech. Oh, my. But anyway, my favorite Alf Landon story, 
you talked a little bit earlier about being a history buff. Yeah, love it. My goodness, I love history, American history especially. And Alf had on his wall like a huge portrait of Abraham Lincoln signed by Abe's surviving son. He had a great picture of Herbert Hoover on the White House lawn. Uh, Herbert Hoover with his golden lab and his side two Alf, a great Republican. I thought, Alf is 95. He's not going to miss one of them. So I took the Herbert Hoover painting. Or not painting, the picture. No, I I borrowed it. I was absolutely going to return it. And and hung it in my, my living room at home. Well, the next day, Dan Bennett, remember Dan? Yeah, you got, yeah. we were. Dan yeah. stands up and starts screaming at everybody, you know, this is terrible. We're calling the police. We're going to dust for prints. <laughs> well, I had done this the day before I took off to spring training to cover the Royals. So my friend Erwin Brown, who went on to be the news director at KBC TV in Los Angeles, calls me and says, where did you put the, where did you put the picture? They're calling in the cops. You're going to go to jail. So I told him. And so Erwin came in the next morning, went to, went to my place and got it and said, hey, look what I found outside. Like two weeks later, I get back and I said, hey, did anybody ever find that uh, Herbert Hoover picture? They said, yeah, your buddy Irwin had stolen it. He came in saying, hey, look what I found in the bushes. Wow. Yeah. Irwin, you're not fooling anyone. So what was the the governor like without Flannan? Old. Was he? (laughs) By the time I met him, he was was very old. Yeah. I missed missed the the young Al, the spitfire who achieved national He must have been something else. I mean, uh, Nancy Landon Kassebaum, a little... Used to own KFH, as you know, and, and I worked for her and interviewed her a couple of times. What a person. Just a terrific person. Mm-hmm. And she would have made a great vice president. She was up for vice president. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great. So what you got coming on? You get any re- resolutions for the new year there, Chief? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the one I did last year. I, I vowed to quit eating watermelon, and I was successful <laughs> all year. I'm going to do it again in 2024. That's not bad. Can I do that one, too? Heck, yes. Uh, Let's make a team. How about uh, cantaloupe? Oh, I like the cantaloupe. Okay, don't. Yeah. Dad, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So the business has changed since you basically, well, you, your timing was great. You bailed out, what, 20 years ago? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and and let's, let's be honest. I was asked to leave. Were you? Yeah, yes. That's, I've had that happen to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're back, and uh, you're oh. working at Carlos O'Kelly's. But I would You've made in. a good career with those people. It's the, uh, You've an done amazing, well. This. This has been a, a really beautiful Christmas because John Rolfe, his dad, David, and his uncle Daryl founded it, and John has taken it to new heights, and he is so important in the community. And halfway through the year, he was public about it because he's the chair of the Regents, too. He had to let people know he had a big cancerous mass in his chest, and Uh-oh. we did not think he was going to see 2024. Uh, the surgeons at KU Med were fantastic, got him through, got everything out before it could spread. He's back in the office just like nothing ever happened, and so... When something like that happens, you have a pretty darn good Christmas. You bet. It really puts everything in perspective. And your family, your growing family, right? Yeah, the the how many two grand the four grands, the two in Wichita, four and six. So just a perfect age for Christmas. You know, we we hustled over to make sure we were at their house before they woke up. Oh, that that is a treat. I remember when when my kids were little. Yeah, (laughs) seeing what Santa brought, huh? Absolutely, Santa came. Okay, did. did did you sing again? This year, Christmas? Yes, yes, I've got to drive. We live west. I've Ted, got to drive. talking to Ted, not me. Yeah. East. <laughs> yes, I've got to come see you sing at Christmas. Someday. Next year. Next year we'll do that. Well, if they find out you're a KU grad, they probably won't let you in the building over there. Uh, it wouldn't be the first. <laughs> hey, that's a good basketball school, I understand. It's a football school. And by the way, too. during this segment, two more penalties were thrown against the <laughs> KU football team in a yeah, game that yeah. ended two days ago. There you go. <laughs>
Hey, you know, but my son's a grad of KU. Did yes. you know that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Ted went to a fairly prestigious private uh, institution. A little Catholic university up north. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Hey, listen, say, hey, thanks for coming in. And thanks. Should these pop these uh, pop hearts, uh-huh. should they be heated up, you think? Yeah, just drop them in 10 seconds yeah. just to warm them Perfect. up. Perfect. You'll be golden. In the microwave? Perfect. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll try I'm that. excited about this. Ted, oh. it's so good to see you. Good to see you, David. Steve, yeah. it's so good to Happy see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, fellas. Best to you. All right, uh, 741 now coming up. We've got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update. A local firefighter invents the handy hook. That's on the way, That's, Stephen. That was my name here. in college. <laughs> coming up, Stephen, down in the morning on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 747 now, and at 27 degrees, three big things. Three. Wichita police are leading in the Red Cross Battle of the Badges blood drive. Two. As President Biden vacations, U.S. officials are in Mexico for talks about the border situation. One. Officials say the wind surge baseball team will stay in Wichita amid media reports that Columbus, Georgia, is looking for a franchise. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on our Thursday morning commute. Uh, we During this hour, we did have police checking on the report of a possible disturbance in the emergency room at Via Christi St. Francis Hospital downtown. And uh, we've had at least three domestic violence calls this morning just since we've been on the air. Police are responding to those, so... Wow. So uh, something going on here at the end of the year, but uh, police are responding to those domestic violence calls this morning in throughout Wichita. KNSS traffic update brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now with two convenient locations, of course, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47 South and Broadway in the former Kmart. You can go online anytime to carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, it's your home for complete car care. Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Slight chance for morning flurries. Partly sunny today with a high of 37 degrees. Increase in clouds and cold tonight, the overnight low 27. Friday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 43 degrees. Now mostly cloudy. Northwest wind at 7 miles per hour and 27 degrees. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover. With gift cards, apparel, and glassware, the Monarch West Douglas 
in historic Delano. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Well, uh, on Wall Street, another up close on the stock market Wednesday. Stocks ending higher with the Dow notching another record close as investors remain optimistic that the Fed will begin cutting interest rates next year. U.S. tech stocks not faring well today. However, Chinese tech stocks gained after authorities approved a slew of new online video games, signaling a reversal of tighter controls on the video game industry. And Apple snapping a four-session losing streak after a U.S. appeals court policy an import ban by the International Trade Commission on several models of its watches in the U.S. Following a patent dispute, the Dow winners, Caterpillar, Goldman Sachs, and Amgen. The Dow decliners, Microsoft, Nike, and Home Depot. The Dow up 111 points. The Nasdaq up 25. S&P 500 up 7. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. For the first time in more than two decades, the top three movies at the box office this year did not include a sequel or a remake. Hmm. Barbie. The Super Mario Brothers movie and Oppenheimer led all movies and ticket sales in 2023, potentially signaling that moviegoers are more interested in something fresh. Gee, isn't that novel? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Firefighter Nathan Helton was tired of having wet gloves when heading out to a fire. He knew there had to be a solution, couldn't find any, so he invented one. After more than a year in the preliminary stages, Helton took his startup to market. With the advice of fellow Sedgwick County firefighters and the intellectual property and technology transfer at Wichita State University, the Handy Hook became a reality. The Handy Hook not only keeps firefighters' gloves dry between events, it helps them get ready for fires more quickly. Since its launch back in late May, Helton has sold 3,100 Handy Hooks across the nation, including Kansas. In addition to having at least one gadget in each state, the product has sold also in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Guam, and Switzerland. Between holiday shopping, holiday traditions, and preparing for the new year, the Business Journal uh, hopes you've had a time to think about what you would be, what would, who would be a great honoree for the 2024 Wichita Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Awards. There's not much time to waste. The deadline for nominations is Friday, December 29th, tomorrow, for 40 Under 40. The Business Journal has named 40, 40 under 40 honorees since 1998. And in 2023, the journal uh, named honoree number 1,000. Deadline tomorrow for 40 under 40. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted. All right, uh, Stephen Ted, the morning here coming up on 752. Nice to have Dave Phillips in with us this morning. Uh, As we said, a uh, former broadcaster, I First, uh, start. I listened to him uh, in Topeka when I was going for a mm-hmm. vacation. Our station owned a WREN in Topeka as well, KFH, and I'd heard. I wanted to hear what their morning show was like, a- and uh, his his morning show in Topeka was hilarious. A lot oh, of fun, of course. And I thought this is this guy is something tremendous on air talent. Yeah, Dave Hill. Sorry. Let's see what else we got going on today. Today is National Card Playing Day. Card Playing Day. Yeah. Um, I'll admit right now that I am not a big fan of playing cards. Uh, when I was a kid, we we liked to play, but I, I I just haven't. I don't do it. But it encourages us to invite our friends to deal out a hand and play a game or two. In the ninth century, the Chinese began developing games using money and other paper objects. Mm-hmm. And these early playing cards bear no resemblance to the sturdier European playing cards that emerged a few centuries later. So, uh, childhood card games. Did, 
Do you play cards, by the way, Ted? You Not play? really. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but I think uh, when I was, yeah, when I was a kid, played Old Maid, yep. Uno, it's a good uh, card game. How about Concentration? Concentration? Yeah, or you solitaire? Yeah, solitaire. Double solitaire? And my mom played Solitaire to the day she died, practically. And she was gone all the time, Solitaire. Also, do you ever play the game Slapjack? Yeah. Where Jack came out and you slapped him yep. and you you're break your hand with mm-hmm. your 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 brother's hand? Slapjack. And, no, and, you know, my dad was a card player. He taught us uh, as boys when we were young how to play poker. Of course, yeah. And yeah. Then you get uh, sophisticated games like yeah. poker and blackjack. And he had spent the good part of his uh, career in the military in Alaska with nothing to do yeah. but play yeah. cards. And they, they played play cards there. a lot of poker. Yeah, spades, That's, another good I probably spades. play spades more than anything else. There's a good one, too. Card game-wise these right. days. Anyway, today is National Card Playing Day. I said I'm not a big fan, but I know a lot of people are. And uh, there's a lot of people out to oh, Vegas. Remember when people, well, I guess they still do. People play bridge. Bridge. Oh, that was the one I wanted to mention, too. My dad and my uncles on my dad's side of the family, uh, they'd get together at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and that bridge game would go for would hours. Go, yeah, it'd go a long time. And in and, and cigarettes are going, and it was blue smoke, and, and, and having a great time. When I was in college, uh, I was in the same class with a couple of brothers from Iowa, and they were both nationally ranked bridge players. Wow. Yeah. So they, I I guess, that stuff gets pretty intense. That, that, Dad tried to teach it to me. I didn't, couldn't fit the bidding of the three-note trumpet and all that stuff. I couldn't get it at all. So I <laughs> gave up on it. But, you know, uh, yeah, they, they loved to play bridge, and they played it and played it and played it. Okay, National Card Playing Day. It's uh, 7.54, Steve and Ted. Hey, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, stay with us uh, with Steve and Ted this morning. Got the latest on the wind surge not leaving Wichita. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll preview the Pop-Tarts Bowl tonight. K-State football in action in Orlando, so we'll preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the blur, as always. Yes, we have a couple of obituaries. We'll get you the latest entertainment news you need to know coming up in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 